Well, this weekend, we are launching into a brand new three-week message series leading up to Christmas Eve that we've entitled Carols. We've invited, we've uh, kind of borrowed some of these thoughts from our friends at Summit Church and Life Church and kind of made them our own for our congregations. And so over these weeks, we're going to look at three different classic Christmas carols. Now, we're singing them each week now, right? And you're hearing them in the malls and you're hearing them in the car on your radio. But I don't know about you, uh, sometimes I get lost in the lyrics. And, and I, these aren't songs that I sing year-round like some of you. I mean, some of you, you started playing your Christmas music, you know, back in September or something. But that's not me. And I forget some of the lyrics. So maybe you guys can help me as we kind of start thinking about these Christmas carols. Finish the phrase, all right? Silent night, holy night. Okay, you're, you're all right. You guys got that. That's, that's a classic. I mean, we, we end our Christmas Eve services every year with that. That is one tradition that we don't break here at the chapel, okay? How about this one? Joy to the world, the Lord has come. I'm, okay, you've got to get louder over here on this side. I'm, I mean, resounding over here. It's like a choir of angels, you know? All right, uh, so yeah, the, let earth receive her king. All right, let's try this one. Come and behold him. Born the king of angels, or born the king of ages, or depending on what version, perhaps, okay? One more. That hath made heaven and earth of naught. It got awfully quiet. And with his blood, mankind has bought. Now, we didn't sing this stanza earlier, but, but, but that verse comes from this beautiful song, The First Noel. Let me tell you about my first Noel. This is our oldest daughter, Lainey. She was born on December 27, 1999. Uh, we didn't know she was actually going to come. It was like Y2K scare was going around. You know, we didn't know if the world was going to end, but we were depending on a baby to come. Um, and she came a little bit earlier, uh, which was great for the tax benefits, okay? And, 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 and we named her Elena Noel Nielsen. That beautiful word, Noel. Now, I'm ashamed to say, epic father fail, I just like the name. So when Lisa suggested I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Elena, Noel. It just kind of rolls off your tongue. I mean, it's Christmas time, and isn't, doesn't the word Noel have something to do with Christmas? And so I was like, yeah, that sounds great. But I didn't really know. In fact, I didn't know until this past week what the word Noel actually means. So I went to our friends at Wikipedia. Oh, oh yeah, there's Lainey now. She's 20 years old. 20 years old, a sophomore in college. Like, crazy. I remember when we, when, he, when we first had her and people would say, oh, it goes so fast. And I'd be sitting there thinking, it goes so fast. Your kid's like 18, 20. You know, they've lived with you for that long. It doesn't go that fast. And, and then we had her and then it seems like it's gone right? So our friends at Wikipedia will help us, okay? Uh, the first Noel, also written the first Noel and the first, I don't know, Noel? I don't know, is a traditional English Christmas carol of Cornish heritage. Uh, its current form was first public, published in Carols Ancient and Modern in 1823. I mean, what we're diving into here is some historic, rich stuff. Um, it was also published by Gilbert and Sandy's Carols in 18, 
33. Now, here's what's interesting. Whoops. The first Noel, uh, whoops. Did I miss a slide? Okay, well, anyway. So what's interesting is that the word Noel uh, comes from the French word Noel. Oui, oui. Which, which <laughs> I did not plan on saying it that way. <laughs> now I don't know where I'm at. It, it, means, uh, it, it means Christmas. So when we say the first Noel, we're talking about the first Christmas. And that, that French word Noel actually comes from the Latin word natalis, which means birth. And so now I know what my oldest child's middle name really means. And when I think about it, it makes even more sense, even for our daughter. And when I sing the carol, the first Noel, I realize I'm talking about the first Christmas or the first birth. Yes, the first birth of Christ, which is what it's all about. And yet for our family, it's a reminder that Lainey is our firstborn, Elena Noel Nielsen. Now, this carol has some rich lyrics. Just take the first stanza. The first Noel, the angels did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay. In fields where they lay, keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. This is where the first Noel the first announcement of the first Christmas, of the first birth of the Christ was announced. It comes right from the Gospel of Luke where we read the record of the birth of Christ. And I just want us to read it, and then I want us to note three significant things about the text that we're going to look at this morning. Luke 2, verses 8 through 12, you can just follow along on the screen and I'll read it aloud. It says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped in snugly in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, this angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased." says, when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds, they said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And it says, they hurried to the village and they found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. And after seeing him, the shepherds, uh, they told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. And Mary, she kept all of these things in her heart, and she thought about them often. And then the shepherds, they went back to their flocks, 
glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. So right away, I I noticed three powerful things about this first Noel, this first Christmas. The first thing that I noticed is that it was a very unlikely announcement. Why do I say that? Yeah, there were prophecies about the Christ, the Messiah, that had been foretold long, long ago, but that's exactly the point. It was foretold long, long ago. In fact, between the last writings of the prophets in the Old Testament and what we find in the Gospel of Luke, the beginnings of the New Testament, there was a period of about 400 years where the prophets hadn't spoken, where ultimately they felt as if God had been silent. And I'm sure by this point in history, people are they're, they're thinking back to these prophecies about a Christ, a Savior, a Messiah that was going to come. And yet, if they're anything like me, I'd be wondering, when's it going to happen? Is it really going to happen? It seems like it's so far back in our history, and nothing has happened yet to do with this Messiah, this Savior. That's why I say I think it was a very unexpected announcement. They weren't quite ready for this. Probably many people had given up and lost hope. Look at what the angels announced in that first unlikely announcement. It says, The angel reassured them as they're speaking to the shepherds, I bring you good news that will bring great joy for all people. The Savior, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today. And then they go on to say, here's how you recognize him. You'll find him wrapped snugly in cloth, a little bitty baby lying in a manger. This was an unexpected announcement. I think when the people thought about the the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the one that was going to come in and rescue them from their sins and rescue them from the Roman oppression of the day, they were looking forward to a a king. They were looking forward to somebody that was going to ride in on a white stallion to their rescue. They were not expecting a little helpless baby. It was a very unlikely announcement. But not only that, this unlikely announcement was made to some of the most unlikely of audiences. They were an unlikely audience. Luke 2 records it. That night, there were shepherds staying in the field, guarding their flocks of sheep, And suddenly the angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the angel makes this unlikely announcement to a very unlikely audience. A group of shepherds. You would have thought, man, if God is sending his one and only son to be the savior and Messiah of the entire world, man, wouldn't that announcement have went out to somebody more important than some shepherds out in a field in the middle of the night? I mean, if God's going to announce the birth of the Savior, the King of all the earth, wouldn't he be announced to the kings of that day? Or at least wouldn't he have been announced to some some of the religious leaders of the time? 
But no, it's an unlikely announcement to a very unlikely audience. He picks shepherds of all people. In fact, that's what the carol says. The first Noel, the angels did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields where they lay. Certain poor shepherds. Most all shepherds were poor. It was a kind of a, a low-life job. And they're out laying in the fields with the animals, in the animal stuff. And this is who God chooses to send angels to to make a grand announcement. What an unlikely audience. What do we know about shepherds? Uh, shepherds of that day, they occupied what was considered the lowest class of Jewish society. They were at the bottom of the ladder. In fact, uh, Jewish and, and religious Jewish people of the day very much looked down upon shepherds. Why? Because shepherds, because of their job, because of the nature of all the travel that was involved with their flocks and their herds, they didn't make it to the temple for worship on a regular basis. And, you know, you're not at church on Sunday. I'm going to start looking down on you, right? And that's what was happening. They were considered the lowest class of Jewish society. Not only that, they were considered the ultimate unskilled laborers. Like, there's the sheep. Watch them. <laughs> like, that's all you had to do. Just watch them. Uh, protect them, yes, but it, it wasn't something that you had to to go to school for. It wasn't something that you necessarily had to have specialized training for. It was the ultimate unskilled laborer. And so again, these, these, these shepherds, they're feeling like, who am I to get this unlikely announcement? Not only that, shepherds of that day, their testimony was not even considered valid in the court. Like, almost they weren't considered a real person that could speak for themselves. They weren't considered to be trustworthy enough to receive their witness or their testimony in court. And finally, if you were still a shepherd as an adult, it was considered a total life failure. Like I said before, it didn't take much to be a shepherd, which is why most shepherds of that day were kids. It was a kid's job. It was like mowing the neighbor's lawn kind of job. And so if you were still doing that kind of a job in that day as a shepherd, you were a failure. And this is the unlikely audience that this incredible announcement is made to. And so they're out there tending their flocks. It's in the middle of the night, and they're freaked out. And so the angel, the first thing he does is reassure them. He says, don't be afraid. He says, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. Remember, you're a shepherd. You're nobody. You're low class. Your word doesn't count. You're out in the middle of a field, in the middle of the dark, and angels appear. And they start making this unlikely announcement. And the announcement says, this is going to be good news, guys, of great joy 
for all people, even you, even you shepherds, the most unlikely of audiences. You guys, this is, this is the heartbeat of Christmas. That this unlikely announcement about a king, a Messiah, a savior, that's going to come to this earth as a little baby. And it's not going to get announced to the important, to the kings, to the rulers. It's going to get announced first. The first Noel was made to a group of shepherds, poor shepherds. Not only that, he said, the, the lyrics go on to say, in the fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. This dark, cold picture on that very first Christmas. You know, I, like, I love the decor here, and our team has done an incredible job, haven't they? I love the lights, the twinkle, the trees, the snow, the candles. It's beautiful. But for many people, Christmas is anything but candles and twinkle and beauty and presents. For many of us, Christmas honestly is a, is a time of loneliness. Maybe Christmas for you is, a, is a, a dark, cold winter's night, just like it was for those shepherds. The Christmas is just a reminder of who's not at the table anymore. Or that Christmas is just a reminder. Uh, uh, it comes around once a year. It's kind of a, a place to kind of pause and look at the last year of our lives. And for many people, Christmas becomes a look back and then a realization that I'm not where I thought I would be yet. That I don't have what I thought I would have yet. Maybe it's a reminder of, of the lack of a relationship. Or maybe it's a reminder of a broken relationship or maybe maybe for you you can kind of push away uh, the family and but then at the holidays it's just a reminder when you see each other again of just how dysfunctional your family can be now, these shepherds they entered into this first christmas they were not feeling like they were on top of the world anything but they were feeling like shepherds, low class, low class, no class, nobodies. In the midst of that cold, dark winter's night, this unlikely announcement is made to a very unlikely audience. But look at their response. They did have interest. Out there in the middle of the night, something caught their attention. Something drew them in, in the midst of this angelic announcement. It says, when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds, they said to each other, let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened. We need to see this with our own eyes. I want to check this out. That's what they were saying. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And it says, then they hurried to the village, and they found Mary and Joseph, and there he was, the baby, lying in the manger. It was just like the angel had announced. And they saw him, the first ones, outside of Mary and Joseph, and 
whatever animals may have been around, first ones to lay their eyes on the Savior of the world that had been born. <laughs> Unbelievable. This was an extremely unlikely announcement that was made to a very unlikely audience. And that's a reminder to you and I that no matter what your journey is, no matter what you're going through, no matter how unlikely you feel or unliked you feel, no matter whether you feel like you're blue class or uh, blue blue collar or white collar or high class or no class, whether you feel alone, whether you feel forgotten, it's so important for us to grab this, that the first Noel was announced to people just like us. God's message is of great joy that's meant to be for all people. This was an unlikely announcement, an unlikely audience, and finally, it was sent to some very unlikely messengers because that's what the first shepherds would become. Look at the text. Luke 2, verses 17 and following says, After seeing him, after, after the shepherds saw Jesus, the Savior, the Messiah that had been born, it says, They went and they told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. And it says, All that heard the shepherds' story were astonished. People were blown away. Maybe they were blown away that it was such an unlikely announcement. Maybe they were astonished because the angels had taken time to appear to a group of low-life shepherds. And maybe they were astonished because Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior, had finally come. But he had come as a little helpless baby, but a baby that would grow to be a man, a man that would live a perfect and sinless life, a man that would ultimately give his life on the cross. And that's what we remember as we celebrated communion today. It says, all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary, she just kept pondering these things in her heart. It was given to some very unlikely Messengers, And look at what they continued to do, Luke 2, and, uh, 17 and 20. And the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. <laughs> They'd been convinced that God's word was true, that the prophet's words were true, that Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior, the first Noel had happened, and it had happened in their presence. This unlikely announcement came to these unlikely audience, and they became the most unlikely of messengers. Think about it, man. The, 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 the shepherds, the announcement that they got was from angelic beings, a host, an army of angels singing glory to God in the highest. Everybody else that heard about this first Noel, who did they hear it from? They heard it from smelly, stinky, simple shepherds. They had become the greatest messengers 
of this good news. And that ought to say something to us. You know, I don't know who you first heard the good news about Jesus from. You know, oftentimes it's from some of the most unlikely people. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's from an older brother that used to just be ruthless to you, beat you down when you were a kid. And yet God got a hold of their lives and all of a sudden their life started changing and they started talking about their faith and going to church and, and this relationship with God. And you're like, man, this, this doesn't compute. I mean, this is the guy that clobbered me all the time. Or, or, or maybe, maybe, you, maybe you first heard the message from a, from a neighbor and man, were they passionate and zealous about their faith and inviting you. And yet you looked at their family life and you looked at their kids and you're like, man, their kids are crazy and they need to get a hold of things. And you thought, how can, how can this message come from such a flawed messenger? But that's just it. Just because the messenger is flawed doesn't mean the message is flawed. Which says that if God could use simple shepherds to share his message of good news for all people, he can use you and he can use me as his messengers sharing this good news. It was an unlikely announcement made to a very unlikely audience who would become the most unlikely of messengers. This is the story of Christmas. And this is the story of us. This is the first Noel. The first Christmas. The first birth of Christ the Savior. The Savior. I love the last stanza of this beautiful chorus. And it simply says these words. I'll put it on the screen for you. Then let us all with one accord. Let us all together, that's what it's saying, sing praises to our heavenly Lord that hath made heaven and earth of naught. He was the creator. He made everything that we see out of nothing. And with his blood, mankind has bought. Jesus shed his blood. The, the baby in the manger grew to be a man who would shed his blood and give his life so that we could have real life that would go through the most unjoyous of things to provide great joy for all people. Noel, Noel. Christmas and birth. Born is the king of Israel. So I wonder, what are, what are some next steps? Maybe, maybe, maybe a first step for some of you in the room might be to just simply respond to the announcement. This unlikely announcement that a Savior, the Messiah, the one that came to save, was born on Christmas, and this is what it's all about. Maybe you've never responded to that announcement. And today, you just need to bow your head and just say, Jesus, I believe now. I need you. Forgive me. I turn my life over to you. Thank you for coming to me, one of the most unlikelies. And to respond in faith. And if, if that's you and you need somebody to talk with or you want to learn more or you like the shepherds are kind of like, okay, 
Let's go see this thing. Let's go check this out. Just keep coming and keep exploring and ask your questions and talk to Charles or our worship team members or our staff. We are here to help you explore your next steps or your very first steps of faith. And secondly, for the rest of us maybe that have responded to this incredible announcement, then it's time to start sharing the message. Remember, if, if God could use those simple shepherds to share the message, then he can use you. Flawed, broken, because the message is unflawed and the message is unbroken. But he can use you. So what does that look like? What is, maybe it simply means sharing the Facebook message post, or maybe it's sharing the video that will be posted later today. Maybe it's sending to, it to a couple specific friends or coworkers and saying, hey, I wish you'd come with me. Hey, do you have anywhere to go on Christmas Eve to celebrate? Maybe it's just making an invite. Maybe it's just making another investment in the relationship to build the relationship Maybe it, maybe it means opening our mouths and sharing how the message of Christmas has actually impacted us. I mean, it can be so simple as at the, at the break room table saying, you know, Christmas is so busy, isn't it? I've wondered, is that what it's all about? What if it's more, guys? What if we've missed the real message of the Christmas? Maybe it's, what if it's not just about giving gifts to everybody? Maybe it's about the greatest gift that was ever given to us. Have you ever heard about that? Respond to the announcement. And secondly, share the message. Who, who are you going to pray for? Who are you going to invite? Who are you going to invest in? So that they might know, just like the shepherds, of this unlikely announcement made to an unlikely audience. And that God might want to do that through us, the most unlikely of messengers. Would you pray with me? God, thank you. Thank you for the message of Christmas. Thank you for the first Noel. Thank you for your birth, your life, your death, and your resurrection. Jesus, I pray for anybody here today that's lonely, that's hurting, that feels like Christmas is just a dark cold winter's night. Jesus, that you would show them that you are the greatest joy that we could ever know or experience. And that they would know that this joy is for all people, everybody, the most unlikely. And that includes us. And Jesus, help us to respond to this announcement by putting our own personal faith and trust in you, Jesus, as our Savior, as our Messiah. May this truly be our first Christmas. And Jesus, would you help us to be your messengers that carry this good news as we go into this week. We ask this and we pray for your courage and your opportunities in the name of Jesus, the Savior. Amen.